Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from today. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about relationships, about marriage, about how to invest in it and grow your relationships, grow your marriage and and really help it flourish. And from experiences we've had in life and how we continually work to improve on it. Are we professionals? By no means, but it's a constant work in progress. And it's just, this is a great episode for, for anyone who's in a relationship or who's married or who wants to be, even if you're single, I think this is huge. Yeah. And a lot of people ask us, we get a lot of requests for episodes on love, on relationships, on marriage, on tips to have a healthy, thriving marriage or relationship. So we dove in a little bit to that today. So excited. Let's get into it. Hello. Hello. We get asked a lot to talk about relationships, talk about our relationship, to talk about things we do to invest in our relationship, any tips, any things that we've done to help us overcome the hard times. And so we kind of wanted to dive into some of that today. Yes, I'm excited. I think this will just be an open conversation. Like we didn't write down bullet points or have like a list of things that we do. I think Sandy and I are just going to talk relationship talk, relationship stuff, marriage stuff, everything in between. Keep it real, baby. I think where it all began, I think talking about investing how do you invest in in your relationship in your marriage how do you invest into that so like the debits and credits right or deposits versus withdrawals how do you put deposits into your relationship i think it all started for us from advice from my grandma Mm -hmm. and she's so sweet shout out bobby jenkins and we would go to lunch with her you know we were engaged to be married. And she would say, you guys, will you please do me a favor? Will you go to premarital counseling? And at first I know I was like, grandma, we're great. Like we're golden. What do you, what do you mean? We don't need counseling. I thought of it and looked at it as like help, like outside help. Like, Oh, what, what? We don't need help. Like my ego was there like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. I don't need counseling. Like we're great. But over time she kept saying it. She would always say it. And over time, we developed, we were like, you know what? Okay, let's do it. And I know for me in my head, and I want to I want to hear from you too, but I started to look at it as, okay, maybe it's not help or fixing something that's broken. Maybe it's investing. Maybe it's investing in the foundation of our marriage. We're engaged. We're not married yet. Maybe it's investing in that, in the, the premarital counseling, so we can, our bond, our foundation can be even stronger. And so going into it with that mindset made all the difference. I love Bobby. Actually, when Howie was still alive, her husband, they'd been married for what, over 50 years? Yeah, they were crazy. Such a beautiful, legendary couple, such a beautiful love. And she said the two things that always kept them happily married, 
two things that she recommended was premarital counseling and always having something that you love to do together. She told me when we could play tennis, like when we were still active, we, we did tennis together. And then I got really into canoeing and we started canoeing together. And <laughs> so they loved birds too, they, bird watching. Yeah, okay. What's, you know, some bird names that are next level. Yeah. The Drop tufted them. titmouse. That's, that's a rare <laughs> one or just people that just don't know that one. <laughs> I grew up and I spent some time, you know, we lived in the same town and then I actually lived in their house for a year. And so I learned a lot about birds and I canoed <laughs> with them too and learned all about egrets and, you know, all the, the sea birds and all the things. That is a fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> yeah. Tufted titmouse. That, that's my favorite name of a bird. <laughs> anyway, so we took Bobby's advice and we were like, okay, let's find a therapist. So we found one locally and we went once a week, every week for... Would you say what six to eight months before we got married? Yeah, probably six months. June Argo, June what a lady, Argo. so sweet. Name? Yeah, she was amazing. And we dug these out of our closet. Let's go through some of the activities she had us do, like yeah. some of the foundational. Because we came to her kind of like we don't really know what to say. We love each other. We're happy. We don't have trust issues. We're excited to get married. We've known each other our whole lives. What do we need to do? Some of the stuff she had us do, I thought was so fundamentally like such a good foundational tool. Yeah. I want to start with the one on values. So what she did is she has this sheet of paper that she gave us and it says values circle the 10 most important to you. Okay. It probably has like 60 words on it. We'll figure out a way to provide this resource so people can check it out. You can check it out yourself. Okay. So it has a bunch of values on it and she had us both circle the most important to us. And then we had to put them in order. And I remember when Wade and I came to that next session and we both had filled out our sheets, my number one was family. Like absolutely hands down. Do you remember what yours was? Was it integrity? It was integrity. Yeah. And I was like pissed that your first one wasn't family. <laughs> and then we had this whole discussion. Thank, thank God I had June there to mediate. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just funny because it's like, I felt like I fully knew you and I'm like, okay, integrity is a great thing. Like everyone should have integrity, but integrity doesn't matter if you don't have a family. Like family's everything. I don't know. It was just funny and interesting to see. I think we had an overlap of maybe three of the words. You did have family in your top 10. It just of wasn't course. your number one. You know, to flip it, integrity to me meant like if I'm living in integrity in all assets of facets of my life, like my I'm in integrity with my family. I'm, I'm loving my family. I'm building my family. I'm supporting and just I don't put anything over family, but I looked at it almost as like if I'm in integrity with me and who I am and what I want to be, then I'm going to be an amazing husband, an amazing father. You know, uh, I'm going to have health and freedom and adventure and ambition and be loving and be happy. And like all the other things, mm -hmm. if I'm in integrity, that's kind of how I looked at it. I don't know if I would pick integrity as number one, if I redid this today. I know it's crazy how we change, right? We did both have health as like our top three. I remember that. So I was like, okay, good. You, don't, you don't have your health. You don't have anything. It's like, you know, when you're not healthy and you're like, all I care about is getting back to just normal, is getting back to my health. And what was cool too was she had us talk about all 10 of them, like why they were important to us. And then she's like, when you're working through situations together, I want you to have the lens that Wade's number one priority is integrity or Sandy's number one priority is family. So when you don't see eye to eye on something, no, you guys are different people. And this kind of ties in actually with our Enneagram stuff from last week. Mm -hmm. And 
like, yeah, we have so much alike. You and I are very, very alike, but we also have very fundamental, huge differences. And so I thought this was a cool activity to kind of understand like the basis, like where are you coming from? Yeah. I think call to action there for, for you guys listening is whether it's this exact sheet we have, but basically coming to an understanding of your partner's values and your values, like what are they and how does that drive how they live and how you guys form a bond and relationship together. I think that's huge. We'll see if we can dig up this this page and and post it somewhere for you guys. But just even if you just talk about like, babe, what are your biggest values in life? Like, what are they? Mm-hmm. That'll be huge. And then the next thing she had us do actually was a hundred things I want to do, be, or have. And I don't have my sheet in front of me, but we have Wade's in front of his. And this was made, what, probably summer of 2018. So this was like almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. So what were some of yours? And have any of them already happened? Oh, yeah. A life partner, Sandy. I got you. A wedding ring on my finger. I got that. <laughs> own my own business together with Sandy. I thought it would be something else at the time. I thought it would be a business brokerage. So I literally wrote that down. But hey, look, I put it out there and now we That's do right, own. right. Because I was in real estate at the time. We thought we, we, thought we would be doing that together. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we now own multiple businesses together. Start my own coaching business lifestyle, which I did. And now I've pivoted into the business that, you know, one of Sandy and I's business that we have together. Oh, I wrote Cameron Critides. I always had a vision from, you know, an early age that my firstborn would be named Cameron. I don't know why. So Sandy, I've talked about that. Like, yeah. Well, you always said firstborn son. I always thought it was a son. Whether it's a male or a female, Cameron can go either way. I love that. Okay. So some of your things... A red Ferrari, a six pack until I'm 70. There's a lot of things, health, happiness, travel, inner peace, gratitude, faith, wealth. There's a lot of like broader things, growth, deep, strong relationships, write a book. Does that say Chipotle? Charitable. Oh, charitable. To impact people's (laughs) lives, a family, be the best husband I can be, be the best father I can be, be the best grandpa I can be, a dog, maybe question mark. I think the key in that is like, what are your dreams? What is your vision for your life? What do you want to do, be, or have? What's on your bucket list? And instead of making them just dreams, make them things that you put out there and move towards and get to know your dreams, but your partner's dreams too. What if you both wrote down a list of 20 things or we wrote down, we had a list of 100, 100 things you want to do, be, or have in this lifetime and compared them. So you understood what each other's dreams and visions were. And I think that has been a huge thing for us is in building a life and a relationship and a marriage together is having a vision for our life and finding the commonality in that vision. Like where do we want to go together and what is the vision for our life together? And that has been more and more aligned for us as we've, you know, not, not all husbands and wives work together. Not everyone wants to, But instead of having like, oh, you're off on your career doing this, you're off on your career doing this, we'll have kids and like, we'll just keep marching that way. Like, where do your visions align and come together? And so you can actively start moving towards that. Do you want to live in Europe? Do you want to travel to Australia every summer as a family? Do you want five kids? Do you want two kids? Like, what are your visions for your life? Do you want to start a nonprofit? Like, 
the more you can be clear with your dreams and visions with your partner and vice versa and find that common ground and come together. And like, you will be so much more powerful together than you will each one of you. I love this quote that's on the sheet she gave us. The greatest temptation in life is to settle for less than what you really want. Wow. That's crazy. That is the greatest temptation. It's easy to settle. It's easy to be like, I'm comfortable, right? But it's going past that. And I'm looking at your number 33 on here Mm -hmm. to impact people's lives. Mm. My eyes just got watery when I read that because I'm like, you're doing it. We're doing it. You're doing it. We didn't know how we would do it, but we're figuring it out. Didn't know how. Um, Didn't know how when I wrote that. So this third sheet she gave us, this was a really interesting activity and honestly kind of hard. She had us sit facing each other knee to knee. Our knees were touching and you had to make eye contact for two minutes straight. Mm. You couldn't break eye contact and you couldn't look left or right or up or down or at your fingers or anything. Like you are looking into your partner's soul, into their eyes and she had us go through these questions. How can I make our relationship a 10? Why don't you pick some of the questions that are on the sheet? Number one is what is the best part of our relationship? So it's like affirming that. I like number three. What does quality time together mean to you? What would we be doing? So like coming to, you know, having both people answer that and understanding, whoa, quality time is way different. One person could be like, I want to go on a hike and paddleboard and do all these active things. And the other person could be like, I just want to snuggle on the couch. And so then it's finding that like common ground or making sure you both get your version of quality time together. Yeah. It was interesting too, because some of these, I remember there being one or there was a few that I was like, Ooh, I don't know how to answer this. And when you don't know how to answer something, you want to look away, but it was like maintaining eye contact. What are ways I can understand what you're going through when you're hurting How are you wanting us to make decisions together? What makes you fearful of me? What would you change about me if you could? What would you want to change about yourself if you could? Yeah, this was a very interesting activity. And I remember there being one. I don't see it now. There's a lot of questions on here. Something about like, when was a time that I hurt you and you never told me or something like that? Mm. Or when I betrayed your trust. And it was like, going into some of those things, I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. But it makes you take ownership too and just understand each other deeply. So she challenged us like every day, look in each other's eyes and don't break eye contact. Like really just stare into each other's eyeballs and have those conversations. Even if it's like, how are you today? Yeah. Right? What would it be a 10 evening out together if we had a date night? Like these are such great questions. What could I do to make our relationship a 10 to you? Diving into this with your partner, it just, we found it just strengthens the bond so much and and the understanding of each other. And instead of just, you know, we enjoy each other, we like each other and we're, we're just going day to day, we're living day to day. It's like stepping back and really investing in the relationship and understanding and aligning. It really comes down to alignment and that, that feeling of alignment. Yeah, that was fun. So I think we're good on all those sheets of paper. But yeah, I thought that was so interesting. And it made me better understand why Grandma Bobby was like, you need to do these things because I feel like I thought I knew you before and I did know you. But this was just like a deeper depth to you. And probably you saw a deeper depth to me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that was really cool. And then I wanted to talk to you about like what you were mentioning about 
where do your goals overlap? Because I think we see so many divorces today and a lot of it I think is because people may be growing, but they're not growing together. Mm. I see a lot of people that I really respect, successful people that end in divorce. And I often see a pattern of one person is growing a lot, has big goals, has a lot of ambition, has this unstoppable spirit, is making a big impact, is helping a lot of people. And the other one is almost like in the shadow a little bit, like not doing as much. And so I'm so grateful that, and it's work, but we are aligned on things because we really are growing together. Mm -hmm. And so for anyone listening, like, and I know we're kind of focused on like marriage right now. Maybe you're not married. Maybe you're totally single. This is still just great things to think about, right? Like as you think about your future, if you, you know, want to attract that partner, like I think getting aligned and being focused on growing together is so key to success in your relationship. Absolutely. I think Tony Robbins said, if you're not growing, you're dying. And so then as an individual, we have to grow. It's like human nature. If we aren't growing and moving and changing, then we're stagnant. And honestly, we're dying. It's the same thing within a relationship. If it's not growing, if you aren't growing together, if you aren't aligning yeah, on your goals, your dreams, your visions for your life and, and moving towards it, well, shoot. I mean, the relationship, if it's just stagnant, it's honestly dying. And so, like Sandy said, I think it's so important to to grow together. Let me ask you, how do we grow together? We do our weekly Critities Connection, mm-hmm. which we did an episode on three weeks ago. Yeah. And that is a weekly meeting we do together to touch on all parts of everything, mm-hmm. our relationship, our businesses, our household, our goals, our dreams, travel, really anything coming up in our life. And that's a weekly meeting. We haven't always done that. That's something we've probably done for the past year. So I love that. I would also say our weekly dates. Every Tuesday morning, we go on a date and that's pretty much a non-negotiable except if we're traveling or something, but then we'll make up for it. Mm -hmm. And... I I think reading together, our morning routine together, and we have an episode on that. That is a great thing. I think it's episode four. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and check that out. Amazing. Doing that together is amazing. Waking up together, making our bed together, going through our morning routine together, which involves reading, writing in our gratitude journal. Right now we're reading the book, The Magic. It's a 28-day gratitude practice. So we'll read it together. And then we will write in our, you know, gratitude journals together. And that has been huge. And because that's like starting the day together and connecting and reading a book together. Oftentimes the book is something to grow us, to grow us personally, professionally, different ways. But that's been awesome too. Yeah. I think starting our day in alignment, but also ending our day in alignment. We go to bed together Mm -hmm. and when we're falling asleep, it's funny this morning, you're like, you had a lot to say last night. I'm like, I did. Was I sleep talking? (laughs) I was like exhausted. Like I can pass out in like a minute. Sandy's pretty good too. We call ourselves like goat sleepers, but I was like dozing in and out and Sandy, I could tell her brain was firing because she kept just bringing up random things and I would just be like, "Mm, that's nice. I was like, what was your favorite part of today? Yeah. I'm like, why do you love me? Yeah. (laughs) But then like just random thoughts like that could totally wait till the next day, but that were running through your head. And I was like, I love her. So I'm just going to keep nodding and saying yes. My eyes are closed, but yep. Yeah. It's not always rainbow and sunshine though, right? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes we get really annoyed with each other and we're learning how to 
navigate that. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm understanding myself more and more every day, especially after that Enneagram. But I am easily heated or ticked off or... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can be like... You're easily sweet and cute I and am passionate. Well. Though. Yeah. The highs are high and let me tell you, the lows are low. Yeah, it's a balance. <laughs> so anyway, I feel like when we get into a discussion that doesn't feel right, you always want to talk about it right then. Like almost in like a forceful way. Like not forceful. Like I want to like solve it. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. Let's talk about it. Come on. Okay. No, no. Sandy, talk about it. Okay. What just happened? Why are you upset? How are you feeling? What What's going through your head? Explain yeah, it to like, me. I need to understand. I feel understand. like he's like in my face and I'm like claustrophobic. I feel like I'm being suffocated. I'm like, I cannot You're talk about this. You're making this sound worse than it is. <laughs> no, but for me, when that's happening, I literally, if I'm pissed off, I'm like, give me at least an hour. I need to calm down and gather my thoughts before I respond and say something or like call you a dick or something. Like, I don't want to do that. And then be like, I didn't mean to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Totally different ways of handling, of resolving a fight, a conflict of communicating. And we're both actively working to balance it. And it's, it's acknowledging it, understanding it, and then giving grace to it. And it's, it's a muscle, right? It's like, I naturally want to deal with something on the spot. Sandy naturally does not. She wants space and to process it and to come back in a calm place. So we find ways where we can meet in the middle and, you know, with every experience becomes, you know, more experience and we become better and better at it. Yeah. It's funny hearing you say naturally, I don't, that's not true. Naturally, I want to confront and go fight the battle. (laughs) But I'm like, that doesn't get me anywhere. So I've taught myself that I need to just remove myself from the situation. So it's actually very hard for me to do that. But I'm like, I am practicing. This is preserving our marriage. This is like, it's like an act of, I guess, being graceful. But anyway, we all have our things. And yeah, I think the overarching message is like relationships are work and just like anything worth it in life, right? Like amazing things don't come easy. They take intentionality. They take work. They take alignment. They take planning. They take communication. They take a whole long list of things. And so I think just get clear on where you're at with things and maybe listen to this episode with your spouse, maybe send it to your spouse and set up a night or next weekend or something, sit down and be like, okay, what are our values? What are our top 100 things we want to do, be, or have? Like, what are our goals? Where are we headed? What overlaps? What are opportunities of growth? Yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of what we wanted to leave everyone with today. You just made me think of our wedding vows. And in my vows, I had heard this somewhere and somehow it came out in my vows where I said, love is a verb. And when we think of love, we think of this like, oh, this is the way I I feel about someone. Love is, is there. Like, I love this person. But it's really... It's a verb. And and what I mean by that is... Yeah, I still an, don't get what you mean by it's that. It's an action. It's like a repetitive action. It's something that we have to work on. It's like that constant work in progress and not just like, oh, I love this. And so I love it once. And so it's always there. It's something that we continue to to water, to grow so it can flourish and it can keep on flourishing. So love, a relationship, a marriage is a verb because like Sandy was saying, it's something that you do have to constantly work on to constantly grow, to constantly be there because 
if you just set it in place and set it and forget it, it will become stagnant. So think of love, think of your marriage, think of your relationship or your future relationships. If you're single, you know, all this stuff, grow yourself into who you want to be to attract, you know, your dream partner. Maybe we do a future episode on attracting your dream partner, but it is a verb. So it's a, it's a constant work in progress, but it's something love is one of the most, if not the most fundamental needs of human nature. Right. And so it's something that we look to grow. And so with that said, to wrap it up, and if you aren't married yet, premarital counseling is amazing. If you are married, what if you were like, let's go to marital counseling. And what if you flip the script, not like, oh, we have problems, like, let's do it. What if it was like, how can we be even better? How can we grow even stronger? And in doing exercises like these, I think it's all about mindset going into it. And then we'll see if we can pull some resources that we talked through, but talking through core values, talking through what would make our marriage, our relationship attend, talking through these things, I think are huge. And then growing together, like growing, having a common vision and dreams and growth together is, is a big, big part of it. So I want to ask you something. If you got value out of this episode, or if you've gotten value out of any getting magnetic episode, please, please, please share it with a friend. Give us a five-star rating, write a review, subscribe. That is how we grow this podcast. This is all about how many people can we reach? How many people can we help? And the podcast continues to grow and thrive when we have shares and subscribes and ratings and reviews. So pay it forward. We're asking for some good karma today. Can you please write us a review? Can you please share it? And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. You are a magnet for love and everything amazing in this world. Bye. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. <laughs>